0: here Here we go good evening to all our viewers and welcome to another episode of txr your place to kick back relax and listen to our wonderful panel discuss gaming related topics i'm your host with the most invader here and i'm ready to dive into some topics tonight but before we kick things off, just letting you know that we have a giveaway going on for a pretty cool pair of Exa G- Exa Gaming headset. A link is provided in the description below if you'd like to enter. And now let's get things rolling. Time to introduce our panel. We're a little shorter at the moment, but hey, we'll make it up with these big personalities here. Megatron, how are you doing, buddy? What's up, everyone? I'm, I'm doing fine. How about yourself? <laughs> you doing good? I'm, do that. I'm, I'm doing pretty <laughs> well pretty well just kicking back you know i got a coke here and uh ready to go talking these topics tim dog what's new and exciting
1: yeah you know it's another sunday night another txr kicking back having a coke myself ready to talk some xbox video games and you know what we talked about
0: Yeah, you got that right. Now, just to let everyone know, uh, there will be a couple of panel members dropping in a little later. I know South is coming and there might be some other guys. We'll see how it goes. But first, we're going to move on to our first topic. So, hey, it's March now, guys, and it's a new month upon us with new games. Games like Dead or Alive 6. Devil McCry 5, The Division 2, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, and Yoshi's Crafted World, just to name a few games. So, what's everybody looking forward to this month? Possibly Dead or
2: Alive 6, with a big asterisk because of the uh, DLC. <laughs> <laughs> and the, that uh, giant price tag they got behind that. That season pass, I'm sorry, the season pass. <clears throat> so but uh i don't know we'll see that's the only thing on my radar for now oh and i'm sorry and uh division
3: division comes out
2: this month yes 15th yeah absolutely hey
3: you snuck in there how you doing yeah you know just creeping through the cracks man (laughs) honestly i'm so much happier to be doing this podcast i gotta room full of family that hates me and i hate them downstairs and it's just just real awkward so i was like oh i gotta go and i just scooted out and ran up here to jump in with you guys well we love you here so believe me i love you guys back
0: much love much love but yeah what other games are you guys looking forward to they're coming out this month
1: for me it's uh devil may cry five division two uh, I would usually get that or Alive Six. Um, i Have been a fan of, of past uh, games, but kind of turned off by their, this whole season pass thing and what's going on. So I'm gonna give that a little bit of a uh, put that on the shelf. And Sekiro, I don't think I would uh, like that game. Or, or you know, I might get that down the line, but uh, definitely Devil May Cry Five and Division Two for me
0: hmm. Absolutely. Well, it's a really packed month, guys, and there's certainly lots of variety from the start of the month to the end. Uh, I'll admit I'm kind of locked up with Metro Exodus at the moment. Uh, but yeah, you know what? Devil May Cry 5, that has caught my eye ever since it was on Xbox's stage at E3. And I just really want to play it. It looks exciting and fun fun and man you can just go crazy in that game and yeah there's certainly other games that uh, I would want to try out it's just packed but you know what moving on it's interesting that you guys bring up this season pass because speaking of that we're going to talk about that and there is definitely a bit of an uproar over that game at the moment because of its season pass Uh, To everyone that doesn't know, it costs $93, which is pretty hefty as a season pass goes. And it comes with 62 new character costumes and two new characters. Now, this is all scheduled to land between now and June. And do you guys think the developer, Toei Tecmo, is going overboard here on the pricing? I think that's taking advantage of the consumer.
3: You know, I mean, $90, really? That's yeah. just that's just nuts.
2: Uh, I what do you get? I mean, first, what do you get for sixty dollars? I mean, <laughs> because it's more than the actual game. I'm like, mm-hmm. I guess what? I should look that up. But like, you get you're paying sixty bucks, and then they want you to pay another ninety three dollars for a season pass. I mean, that's just it's crazy. Out there it's outrageous bro
0: <laughs> oh absolutely and i mean this is just content until june i mean we don't even know if there's gonna be content after that and then if it's free or if you gotta pay more for that too yeah
1: that's sad it's because you know i mean the characters are they are they or, or is it is it cosmetic i mean do do we know what what i mean i've heard that this is this is the case that they're gonna have a, a season pass but when I heard the money, that was the instant turn off, like, like uh, Megatron saying, uh, 60 bucks That should get you a pretty solid experience fighting game. I mean, but it sounds like uh, they kind of went bare bones with it. And they're just trying to, you know, get people who are stupid enough to buy into it a crazy amount of money.
0: Well, it's pretty weird because. It comes with, it's packed with all kinds of costumes. It has 62 new character costumes, but they're only adding two new characters in this season pass. I mean, I don't know about anybody else, but I could really care less about costumes. I'm more about like. not exactly yeah to me that's not real content i mean that's icing on the cake but you know i want the filler i want actual characters i mean new characters new stages and so on you know showing yeah. new modes and so on It just i don't like this this is not a good setup for a season pass and i don't know what the heck they're thinking with this because it just seems like a money grab
1: yeah it does no because
2: we'll,
0: we'll see how it's going to do
2: i mean you, I mean I guess if you I mean because get
1: murdered it's gonna get murdered consumers it's gonna are murder gonna me. say
2: hey you I mean I, I mean if this is all I'm getting for 60 bucks they probably just not buy it and just say you know it's not worth it mm-hmm. i mean it's,
1: I mean for me if they had just released the game and they just you know uh had a nice amount of characters and and uh you know they weren't gonna try to you know drip and drab you know characters and stuff like that and and, and and whatever they're trying to do just seems fishy so right off the bat I'm just like I'm not buying it and I and and it's and I would buy it if if there was nothing you know uh, it's kind of like it's nefarious what they're doing like not I mean I never st- I've seen such a season pass with so much money it's like usually like $20 I've seen $30, you know $40 in some cases with like destiny, but a hundred it's like wow hmm
0: and I'm pretty careful myself with season passes like I I can go either way with certain ones depending on the content But to me this just it, it feels like pure greed to me, especially when you're pricing it above the actual game like the price of the game it's insane like especially where I am here in Canada like if I'm paying close to 90 bucks for a game and then this season passes over 100 holy crap like it's, it's just too much but I I think we're all in agreement here that like this is getting a little out of hand and I really hope that nobody no other companies are looking at this because it's this a terrible model but I agree I agree. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So now we're going to move on. And now that we're into March, we also have new games as gold. And there's new titles available to us. And we've got an Adventure Time game, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2, Star Wars Republic Commando, which is an original Xbox game, and Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. So, how do you guys feel about this month's offerings? Is it any good? Is it a good selection? I like Metal Gear. Even though I already own
2: it, I think a lot of people, fans are going to appreciate being able to get that game. Um, I haven't played any of them yet because I've been so busy, but uh, I think it was pretty decent. All, okay. right, all right. Off for of this month.
3: I, I'm totally turned off on all the games. I I really couldn't care less on any of them. I mean, this, You know, it just seems like, you know, this time of year, they just put out just basically whatever kind of filler games, you know, just, Hey, well, at least they're giving out four games, you know, but I, me personally, I, I, I don't download them, you know, even if they are free.
0: I grab uh-huh. them regardless.
3: <laughs> well, oh, I'll
0: download whatever's there pretty much. I mean, it's, I, they're, I mean, I wouldn't say they're free cause you get them with the subscription, but overall i i grab what's whatever's there and to me it's a pretty solid month i mean i don't know if any of you have played garden warfare 2 but it's a lot of fun I, I own it i actually i mean i don't agree with a lot of the things in the, well, some things in the game but it's set up very fun like the modes you can do split mm-hmm. screen um and you, you can traverse this little town that they have set up, and you can go on little quests, and the characters are fun. And overall, I mean, I just have a good time with it. It's very laid back, and it can be competitive at the same time. I, Garden Warfare 2, to me, it's fantastic. Um, so that I highly suggest everybody pick it up, snag it when it's available. Uh, I look at Republic Commando, and while it's an an original Xbox game, man, I I own that. Oh, I I can't tell you. It is such a fun game, guys. Like, it is such a good Star Wars game. You know, Mm -hmm. we're missing Star Wars games right now because of what EA's been doing. And and for real, like, if you want to feel a true squad-based game, this is... An amazing game to play it has a good story good shooter mechanics as a first-person shooter and it's just a good Star Wars game all around so I highly suggest people pick that up I haven't played the Adventure Time game uh, f- I've heard it's all right and as far as Revengeance goes I've always been tempted I've wanted to play it it's a platinum game um but I, I just don't know much about it personally. Have any of you guys played Revengeance?
1: I actually think I bought it and played a little of it. Isn't that with um, you play as a female? um if i'm trying to remember correctly I don't
0: think it's a female if anybody uh can fill us in in the chat please let us know um I, i'm not all i think
1: i i think game. i'm gonna look it up right i think i actually played this game and i was actually playing it and, and i wasn't having a bad time with it. bad. this is going back in the day because this is a, a... Yeah, it's been
2: a while for me. I know I played it, but it's been a while for me to remember everything that was going on. Yeah, <laughs> looking going on on right. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, it is It is. I believe a female. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember playing this game. This is uh, a pretty cool game. Um, so that's good on the 360 front. The Adventure Time Pirates of uh, I'm not going to even try to uh, I can't even announce that Inch Cheeridan, uh, I have no idea about that game. It looks pretty, eh? Looks all right, but the plans for a zombies is is a, a good one, and and it's and it's good that they're still offering for, um, you know, thanks to backwards compatibility, mm-hmm. uh, you can even get an OG Xbox One game there. Um, I believe that, I don't know if that one's enhanced, but um, I think it is. Uh, So you do get close to 4k Uh, Yeah, so this this is a decent month, you know, I I kind of look at uh, games of gold if I if I if I don't have games and there are new games there uh, I'm kind of happy with it, you know, even if the quality isn't the best I kind of do want uh, Better games in it, but I do feel that like as uh, I was talking to somebody else, I think it was on Xbox Live. Like, if Witcher Three came out and they had availability, they're going to put that into Game Pass first, you know. So I do think that Game Pass does affect it a little, uh, mm-hmm. where you don't get the same quality. But uh, it's still, uh, it's still not, the, it's still not bad when you get four games, in my opinion.
0: Mm-hmm. Now i keep seeing i think we talked about this before but i keep seeing them now there seems to be a trend where they are slipping in the original xbox games now and i'm wondering does it take away the value from a 360 title or uh, being slipped in there because you can gain achievements from those in the original xbox one uh Original Xbox ones Z, they don't have them, right? So are right. we losing on the value? Do you think? Or no, it's, it's a free game. I don't. I don't think yeah. it's, a it's a free game. I don't think there's any
2: loss.
1: Uh, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me that you don't get the achievements. Backwards um,
3: compatibility is much more than just getting achievements from games you you hadn't played before. Yeah. It's more nostalgia.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it was even what me and you we were talking pre-show. You know about right. uh, Gamer Score. You just really, we just, you know, we're the same type of guy. I mean, you have a, a much higher gamer score, but, you know, you don't, you, you're not like going back into games and achieving, you know, uh, uh, maxing out games. And I'm kind of like that too, you know. Uh, I don't really, you know, concern myself with the gamer score as much as other people mm-hmm. do. Um, so for me, you know, if it's a game that I can play and look good, uh, that's fine for me. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, um, you know, it doesn't have to have achievements. I do think that, like you said, they're they're doing a little bit of a trend where they'll give you a 360, and they'll give you an OG, and then they'll give you two kind of modern day uh, Xbox One titles. Mm-hmm. like to me i as long as
0: the game itself is quality you know and i'm interested then i have no problem like as you were saying tim we were talking before the show about achievement scores and whatnot yeah i don't have that natural drive to just go for achievements i mean hey don't get me wrong if that's what you like to do no problem with that um it's just i i just like to play at my own pace and i'm a more relaxed kind of gamer that way and me it doesn't bother me personally just i could see some people bring it up that hey you know xbox used to list in there uh you know for the games with gold hey you can earn this many achievements get this much score so it was kind of a selling point so when i see them stick the original uh titles in there well i don't mind but i can see why some people may or may not be upset about it but Moving on, since we talked about the Xbox games with gold, uh, we'll go to a similar subscription service, PlayStation Plus. And they also detail their new games for the month, which are The Witness and Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered. Now, this is the first, first month without any PlayStation 3 or Vita games being offered. Now, with that in mind, does this lessen the value of PlayStation Plus?
3: I, you know, honestly, I I couldn't tell you, but I, you would think as a person that you know subscribes to PlayStation Plus and you know counts on these games every month, you you're sitting there like, what the hell? Where, where's where's our games at? Um, you know, that th- that's the good thing about Xbox. You know, they bring stuff back from their history to the present and for a long time. I mean, really the, the, the free game started with PlayStation. So you would think right, that they, it, they, yeah. they, they, they they would continue to trend and not try to like you know consolidate a little bit. Like they they would keep it keep it going and uh, it's just kind of precarious why they're not.
1: Didn't they used to offer six games too? It used to be two Vita games to uh wasn't it six total at one time with uh PlayStation Plus
3: I don't remember. I remember that.
1: I don't know. It was at least four, but I, for some reason I'm thinking it's six. My opinion is the way, listen, if they have strong games that they can uh, push out, the two, they can kind of have a saving grace there, but uh, it little opens them up for a little vulnerability if they kind of like have kind of a two games that are kind of like, you know, not so great and they're gonna get they're gonna get bashed because, like you said, they started. They had more games than Xbox.
2: Maybe they're switching and over I, their stuff into their streaming service as well.
1: It, Maybe yeah, to- it, it, <coughs> I listen, it's possible. Listen, in my opinion, what they should have done is they should have offered two games and a VR game, and I think that would have been uh, a nice gesture instead of just cutting it down to two. Um, you know, but it is what it is, it, you know. But then also, the, are,
3: are they just shoring it up because the PlayStation 5 is around the corner? So, you know, they're kind yeah, of cutting well, like corners a little bit. You know, Yeah, money. well,
1: looks like they're saving money with D3. You know, that's, that's oh, yeah. why I heard that. So, yeah, it's possible that they're saving money. Um, but it's also possible maybe when next-gen comes, uh, they go back to 4. I doubt it, though. Um, you know, backwards compatibility also uh really uh helped uh xbox uh, you know it's all, all compatible because you know they were offering ps3 games now then you know mm-hmm. why you offer a ps3 game in 2019 you know it's kind of i get it
0: mm-hmm. no exactly i mean me personally i wish they would offer like if, if it was me with the service i wouldn't mind some of those like little vr games offered along maybe just one along with the two uh, PlayStation 4 games yeah
1: that would have made sense agreed
0: hmm you know I just when you're cutting that and you're paying so much for a, this service it's like you know you, you kind of feel a little miffed here even if you are losing I mean the PlayStation Vita games and the PlayStation 3 but we don't know exactly what their plans are in the coming year right so they could be adding something else later on Right. This could all be part of a grand plan, right? You never know.
1: It it definitely could, but it also could be something that. Yeah, it could be something that goes by the wayside and is not even brought up. Um, You know, I mean, Sony knows what they're doing, but uh, you know, they're they're not afraid sometimes to take shortcuts. In my opinion, you know, and they, you know, they they could do what they want, but you know, this is also a service that was fifteen forty nine ninety nine when it came out and they put ten dollars on top of it, you would think that, you know, like, like I said, I think that they could have kind of helped the situation better uh, if they offered a VR game, you know what I mean? And plus, you know,
3: and plus just, when you're the perceived winner or you know, the 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 competition that's ahead, you you have a little bit of wiggle room to do other yeah. things that you couldn't if you're in second or last place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. so i think sony they're they're in a driver's seat so they they have the leeway where people really won't get pissed off and you know they, they, like i said they can get away with it right now now yeah, if were, you know if they were trailing then it'd be a different story they wouldn't even attempt this but now mm-hmm. they're in the driver's seat and they're like okay we can skimp here skimp there we're, we're they're gonna be all right well exactly. for the
0: longest time with xbox it was only what two games being offered right Right. And then they switched I can't remember how far into this generation they switched. I guess it was when backwards well, PC, compatibility, yeah. Switched. Yeah. So I mean, hey, uh, I mean that's been a huge selling point the backwards compatibility with that when you think about it. But I can understand them wanting to uh, I I'm, I'm assuming they have a big plan for this. I mean, how long how long were they how long did it take Xbox to get games with gold? Like, how long did PS Plus exist before games with gold came to fruition? A mm-hmm. year, two years, something like that? It could have been well, that long. That, well,
1: was they it had it long? in PS3. They had it in PS3 era. Because mm-hmm. if you remember, um, their online was free. And they had PSN Plus And with PSN Plus, you got... Um, the four games or what how how the games that they were offering at the time and uh uh that that then they started charging and uh Xbox was always charging and they were never I think when did Xbox actually start giving away games for gold do you know do you remember when that started i, no, I
0: don't think it like, was 2014 2013
1: yeah. i believe. Yeah, the, you know, so Xbox was a little behind too. And again, we talked about leaders, you know, you could say well, you know, so Sony caught up to them, but last gen it was pretty clear cut that Xbox kind of mm-hmm. you know took to took the market or they definitely, you know, you kind of, you know, took it over Sony. But um, you know, they were getting away with not offering any games. And you know, that's what competition does, you know. So here we are. Now it's completely flipped where Xbox is offering four and PlayStation is offering two.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, we kept bugging them about that. Hey, we know we we're getting our free games, you know, so on and so forth. I remember that. Everybody was bugging them. Pitchforks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, hey, you know, it's turned out pretty good we get the four games now. So I, I like it anyways. You know, I I've personally tried out games that I never would have before. Uh, games like Vanquish, for example. You know how much I like Vanquish? Oh, man.
1: Just these little games. It Mm -hmm. was great. Humans fall flat or remember that game uh, humans... I think it's, it, Humans Fall Flat was one of the games that I think is pretty good that was offered. Mm-hmm. It does, it does give... I mean, I download everything, and I suggest mm-hmm. anybody who has the service or has Xbox, like my, my nephews, it drives me nuts because they don't understand the digital concept of, you know, what you have is what you own, and pretty much if you own Xbox Live, and they're, they're pretty much experts, but you're going to own that for the duration. You know, uh, it, it makes me crazy when people... Don't download the stuff that they're offered, and there's been months that they offered Sun, Sun, Sunset Overdrive. I think mm-hmm. they offered Rise. Um, they've they've been pretty good. Uh, I think that PlayStation has been very good too. Uh, what I do think might happen though, uh, moving forward, is you know I can see PlayStation offering kind of triple A's instead of you know like uh, an older triple A like. Um, you know whatever uh
3: whatever um, maybe
1: you know that, like like a big game in 2015 or you, know, it's the, or you
2: know god or something like that maybe they can
1: yeah or they, they they do that that'd be huge but you know um it's just uh, you know it's it's completely flipped the uh, it's crazy how it flipped xbox's game pass and you know, you talk about uh, you know having a digital library and and, and all the stuff. Game passes is just another level. Uh, it does it render games for gold a little less um, mm-hmm. valid? Yeah, I think it does. Like I, I, we were talking um, about a pre-show. I, you know, I think that you know games, uh, games, uh, the the game pass is just. You know they're they're going to get the best games I think from from the start. You know what I mean if Witcher three comes, you know they're going to get Witcher three. It's not going to be games games. Uh, you know it's not going to be um, going to games for gold. So I, I wonder what they're going to do in the future if they can combine X Cloud or they're going to. Mm-hmm. You know there's a possibility that they could really, they could in a way lift. You know, they could lift Xbox Live and combine it with Game Pass and make that, like, your way of connecting. Uh, you know, they, they to have three pay models uh, is a little bit much. So I think that they have to... I hope they come up with something that's uh, you know a smart service the way they can come out because uh, they're they're going full head-on on this and um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to be playing X Cloud game pass and games for gold. I think that's a little bit redundant
2: Yeah, it does sound like a bit much. Hopefully when we get closer to june e3, you know, they'll announce, you know a uh, pricing mm-hmm. of maybe a combination of all three or
0: <clears throat> Absolutely. Something. Oh, yeah now with regards to both services, uh, considering while well, Sony's switching PS Plus to just the two PS4 games in comparison to Xbox is what looks like two Xbox One games, one original Xbox, and one 360 game, uh, which do you think is a better value for a subscription?
2: Well, who's giving you the most games right now is Xbox, and it's mm-hmm. the type of games uh, I guess if it's something that comes up and you like it, then I guess that's a better value. For
1: for me, it's the amount of games because uh, my digital library, I own 700 games. So anything that's been in the past that was a big game, I pretty much have it. Mm -hmm. So I like that sometimes when they have newer games or different type of games. Um, But I do think it's a good idea for Xbox to have, I, I think Sony has a little more AAA titles. I do think that Xbox should be a little uh, more uh, aware of, or or a little more to push out AAA's. Like this game, The Adventure. I mean, that game is a crapshoot. Most likely, yeah. we're not gonna, we're gonna like that game. Let's be honest. Well,
0: most <laughs> licensed games usually are that way. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, all right, moving on to our next topic. And there seems to be what looks like a new Forza game in the works, but just a different kind. Now, in a Forza weekend review from Turn 10 Studios talking about Canadian esports, uh, someone ended up putting wrong, uh, the wrong link in the article there. And the Ural Path talks about a game called Forza Street. Uh, being developed by UK based Electric Square, and the platforms being listed are Windows 10, iOS, and Android. Now, do you guys think that this is a new entry in the Forza brand, or is it just another game a la Miami Street?
1: Uh, it's that. Know. It's it's the game a la. This isn't a new. Uh, this isn't a new. Um entry into the forza series i think it's just going to be uh you know some some cheap kind of mobile game that's not going to really set the world on fire uh as far as i'm hearing and and, um, what i've heard is is that um forza motorsport is going to be the showcase uh one of the showcase games for anaconda and lockhart uh so uh they're going to be working three years in development possible ray tracing you know well i guess we'll see when it comes down but i, I think that the core title that and turn 10 has been hiring um is going to be a 2020 AAA. this is just uh, for the longest time mm-hmm. i think electric square has been working on this small team it's just like you said it's going to be some type of when it's going to be a, a mobile game nothing special it's not going to i don't even think he's going to hit xbox No,
0: it doesn't seem like that. And I remember doing a video on my channel about a year or so ago talking about this partnership that Electric Square and Microsoft Studio made because they're very vocal about it. And they were talking about working with one of the big brands, one of the big IPs, uh, with. uh, Microsoft Studios, and they did Miami Street. I'm like, well, that's not a big IP, so if they were to do a free-to-play Forza game, Forza Street, then that'd be very interesting. I'd be curious to see how they go about that, but yeah, I, I don't expect this to be a huge game at all. Um, you know, just something to tide us over until whatever Turn 10's working on, new Forza for next gen, that's probably what it is, right?
2: Man, something else we have to see about be some type of free-to-play model that's been a
0: popular thing now right just kind of uh wait and see oh yeah absolutely absolutely i mean that seems to be what it is guys i saw that going around in the news earlier and it just it was very interesting to see you know forza street But anyways, moving along, and in a recent paddling filing in Japan, it looks like Sony is prepping the PlayStation 5 for backwards compatibility. Now, this would not be only for PS4 games, but also for all the entire legacy library of the uh, PlayStation. PlayStation 1, 2, 3, and 4. Now, guys, do you think we'll be seeing the PS5 with backwards compatibility in their catalog similar to xbox they have
3: to i I mean they have to one up you know xbox right so you know how is that
1: one up in xbox
3: because they have a bigger cat you know catalog than xbox does yeah
1: they do have they do they do have the biggest catalog i think even nintendo i think that they they have the most gain from backwards compatibility, even though their CEO, Jim Ryan, said that who wants to play all games? And he has put, uh, you know, a damper on that, you know, when they were trying to down-talk it. But my opinion is, Sony, this is going to be this big thing for Sony. It's gonna You're going to be able to play... Uh, God of War 4 with uh, with improved textures, um, 4K native, uh, 4K obviously native, because Pro can't hit it at the at the moment. Um, and I, I do think that you're going to span across the library. I, what you know? What AMD worked with Xbox with the X to build on a silicon level. Some of the enhancements that you could build in with the um backwards compatibility, like you know, people say, How is Red Dead Redemption doing what it's doing? Um, when you have fixed code, and uh, whatever uh, the, the magic that AMD put into, into it, I do think that this is going to show itself, uh, over for Sony. That's going to be uh, a big, big call, uh, big, uh, you know, uh. They're going to say they have the big greatest lineup of games from gen, gen 1 to, you know, eight generations, however they span it, how many they want to span it, um, or how much they have digitally. Uh, yeah, I think that's definitely coming. I think it's smart by them. Um People could say that they don't like old games all they want, but then they're paying for remasters that are really just what Xbox is doing with the, when they enhance games. They're paying $40, so we could throw all that talk out the, the, the bottom line. A classic is a classic. It will always uh, be a classic, so... Sony. Exactly,
3: and and for Sony, they can use that as a PR well, move to sit there and say, course. "Listen, we got everything from day one. What's your favorite? Oh, you like this? You like that? We got it. Everything on PS 5
2: Oh yeah, who cares about those old games though, right? Yeah. That
3: guy's <laughs> name again? Oh no, yeah, <laughs> no. Know. Like all, all, the, all the backwards compatible detractors, the last couple of years, you'll see how quick they'll they'll switch it. Oh, up. They, oh like, well, uh, but I'm
1: playing you know PS One games on my PS Five, so you know. In 4K, you know. But the only one I would have a uh, uh, they might have an issue with this PS3 because, as you oh, guys remember, that, that was built on the cell and that was uh kind of um really kind of crazy proprietary tech. Uh, but I'm sure that they can emulate it, and I'm sure that uh, I think that, that that's a smart idea if Sony can come out with a 399 4K machine that has full backwards compatibility. Um, well, they'll say the greatest lineup in in any catalog history because it really is. If you compare them to even Nintendo, they just they just have more games. And uh, Microsoft got into the into Gen I think Gen six. So um, yeah, I, I think that it's uh, it's coming, and um, it's a smart move, and you know it's it's going to do well because let's be honest, God of War is a beautiful game. Mm -hmm. as it is right now but if you can play native 4k and what they're talking about is is they're they're going to be able to uh you know uh i guess uh, upgrade the textures or some of the rumors are um and 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 do put a little bells and whistles on 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 their catalog for even ps4 is going to be a big big call uh uh, calling card for their fans
0: absolutely now it's interesting that they'd have this in development considering when you look at what they offered with the PlayStation Classic, that didn't exactly light the world on fire. <laughs> so I hope this comes to fruition for the next PlayStation because they do have a really stellar, really awesome catalog, a back catalog of cherished games in their history. And I would love everybody you know, to enjoy those games just as the Xbox community has with the Xbox One Originals, the 360 games, and so on. And it's a very pro-consumer move, and I would I would hope they would take that step, considering Sony hasn't exactly been uh, pro-consumer this gen, especially when it comes to crossplay. Uh, again, the PlayStation Classic didn't exactly do too well from the looks of it with the games they offered. So, I mean, is there a game that you guys would like to... What what would be a game that you guys would like to play if you had a PlayStation Five? What would be a uh, a legacy title you could see yourself playing?
2: I'd say Final Fantasy X, but that's coming to Xbox in mm-hmm. April, so <laughs> that'd be the only one. That's <laughs> true. true. I, mean, should, I mean, I'm sure, of course, there's more,
0: but off the top of my head right now, to be found, the Final Fantasy series. Mm-hmm. So, but like for me. <laughs> i would probably say the resistance series because I, I i like insomniac i like shooters and i'm just a big mm-hmm. fan of theirs for that stuff so yeah i would for, like that
1: for me if they could do what they like what xbox has done and again this is you know uh this is completely you know hypothetical but if they could get like heavenly sword resistance and a lot of those killzone 2 and you can make them 4k I mean, you've seen the improvement that you see with Red Dead Redemption. I mean, that game, when you play it on a 720p or what you remember, then you play it on a 4K. Uh, And in some cases, these games even get HDR for Xbox, uh, some of the Halos. It is a big, big difference. So I would love to see uh, some of those PS3 classics Mm -hmm. in full 4K
0: absolutely and it'd be interesting to see them go forward with this too because we've had playstation execs you know for the past couple of years there's been a prom, a few prominent ones saying oh you know we don't need backwards compatibility you know you're you know you'd be behind with the times and so on so this would be a complete three or 180 for them to reverse their tone on backwards compatibility
3: but that, that won't be the first or the last time (laughs) <laughs> Same thing with online.
2: Same thing when Xbox introduced the uh, online gaming, and uh, they say they didn't need that. They didn't need that either. And you know, lo and behold, <clears throat> we're all playing
0: online. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Xbox kind of thinks ahead like that. At least they try things like that. Sometimes they they lose on it. Rumble, the Rumble.
1: But... The rumble. Well, I think that was another thing. <laughs> want Rumble on your controller?
0: Yeah. Remember the boomerang controller for the... uh,
1: the (laughs) Yes. That thing was actually real, right? That that PlayStation 3 didn't come out, but that that was the, the most hideous controller I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, that was pretty rough. But anyways, moving on, fellas. Now, recently in an interview, Bonnie Ross, head of 343 Industries, well, she did an interview with IGN, and she stated that the studio views Halo Infinite as a spiritual reboot to the series, that they've done good and bad things, and that Halo to them means hope, wonder, heroism, humanity, and community. Now, panel, do you guys think that 343 is trying to recapture what makes halo halo and maybe go back to its old roots in a lot of ways uh find out what worked in the old days and maybe just try to improve on that and add some new ideas
3: well you know what what scares me about that is we're gonna fall right back into the the crackdown effect if it's too much, like you know, Halo, the Halos in the past, then oh, it's nothing new. What, what the hell? It's supposed to be revolutionary. You know, you're supposed to change the game. And then you know, like, where where do you find a balance of you know taking taking notes from games past, but yet still driving the new game forward? It's it's really a double edged sword, in my opinion. And you know, I, I, obviously, you know, like the hardcore, you know, fans from Halo two, three. You know on up they they like what they like you know and mm-hmm. i mean it, me halo what halo 5 was was pretty man it, 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 the visuals were great everything you know i i, I missed i am not missed but being able to jump now and run
0: mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. you know that that was that was extraordinary so you know i don't know i don't really see but then again, I wasn't really a big Halo guy back, you know, for the original, uh, original right. Xbox or or the 360. I, I started getting into it when Master Chief Collection came out. So you know, when I was able, when I was able to play all four of the games before Five came out. So you know, I me, mean, I don't know. I, I don't think that there really needs to to be too much effort in thinking about the past. But just going forward, I mean, what, what they want to rewreck the flood again, you know? Well, that's a
1: great idea. They should, they should, they're great. But in my opinion, um, we're going to get a big hint, uh, this E3, I think, uh, the 343 is there and I believe they're going to discuss the new, uh, slip space, uh, engine that they're using, um. And uh, that's built from ground up. Uh, I don't know what they're doing with the existing Halo 5 engine, which was actually built from ground up, I think, as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do feel they're going to go back. I don't think they're going to go back where you can't jump. Like, I don't think, uh, even though uh, a lot of people want Xbox, I mean, they want Halo, or they want Xbox to have Halo go back to its root. There, there There is a large... I would say uh, amount of people that want that, especially people who are uh, fans of the original. Um, I think what you're going to get is going to be a, get a mix of both. You're going to get some tied into the, uh, uh, you know, um, traditional certain things here and there. But the biggest thing I think that they need to do is they got to get the story right. If they get the story right, I think everything else will fall into place. The problem I had with Halo Five. Was the story, um, and I blame part of the marketing with this because the marketing had me like, I was listening to everything and I was so into it. And I thought that they actually were going to merge and have the game be play off of that when it had nothing nothing to do with it. What are you, what are you talking there? about? The
3: follow the truth or whatever it was yeah, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. the truth. There you that go. Was pretty damn yeah, good. Hunter. That was hey, that was good, <laughs> and then turned out to be just a waste of time. Right. I, I enjoyed it, that. It,
1: it didn't tie into the game though, and I felt like they missed they missed the storyline. And no, uh, no, you know it did tie into the of game. marketing. Was,
2: wait a minute. All of the marketing wasn't it? It was Lock versus Chief. And you thought you were going. Someone was going to die. You know. Right. And, and mm-hmm. yeah, they really it,
1: the way they handled Lock versus Chief. The way they played. As lock, like listen, I liked lock, but to have you play mostly as lock and to start off the game, mm-hmm. it didn't, it didn't feel right. It, it definitely didn't feel right. And I and I finished all all the halos, and I have to say, this was the Halo Five was maybe a step above ODST. Um, I still liked it, but like I liked Halo Four and three four three did Halo Four. Um, I, I think th- Halo Four was 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 very good. Um, Halo Three, obviously, Halo Two, Halo One, Combat Evolved or classics. Um, and Reach, um, I think that's the only one I, I didn't finish uh, out of the series, but that one was excellent too, from what I remember. Um, but you know, they got they got to nail this, and and if they don't nail it. Uh, <laughs> Well, know. you know, they I mean, they
3: finally need to step out of Bungie's shadow. You know, like this that. is a
1: critical, you know, they're, they're talking about a 600 man team. Mm-hmm. You know, they're still hiring, they're huge to begin with, they have super duper talent. Yeah,
3: no, they got to get it right, very talented.
1: Yeah, they got to get it right. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, if, yeah. and if they don't get it right, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. If down the line, if they didn't get it right, that that somebody else took over Halo, whether it be a Bungie reconnection, who knows? Mm-hmm. But you know, um, this is this is do or die, and, and and I think that that with the resources that they have, and you know, as much effort that the, and the time that they have, they should get it right. So I'm um, I'm really hopeful that an infinite does what it's supposed to do in 2020.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, Halo, like Halo Five. 5- Uh, You could tell, like, they made a very pretty game. It was a very competent game in a lot of ways. The mechanics, uh, you know, with the sprinting and, like, everything felt pretty good that way mechanic-wise. 343, I think they're a very talented group. They got some genius tech wizards there. Like, I I wouldn't fault them by any means there. But when you go from the narrative of halo 4 to a halo 5 it just it felt kind of disjointed when you got this very personal focused narrative with cortana and chief and then you move over to this game and you you're with like these squads there's four different ones here you got blue team fire team osiris and you can't there's so many characters to focus on that you don't really get a personal feel for any of them like lock's team i had no attachment to them whatsoever and you even have buck in there and that's kind of says something it says something for the writing and just kind of how disjointed it was not only that but you go from Locke, who i i wanted to like but i was waiting and waiting to play as master chief and you only and got that, like- and that was
3: the big you know point of contention for you know a lot of halo fans and then fans of the lore saying you know when, when lock and and chief finally fought that little cut scene and you know when he cracked the, the helmet there everyone was so pissed and up in arms like there's no way chief is like superior in all facets there's no way mm. he should have been able to do that well it's true even that fight scene it, it
0: didn't really look very well choreographed like it just looked slow and it just didn't feel right plus i mean you know chief has been fighting for his entire life. I don't know about Locke's background very well, but I mean, Spartan 2s are supposed to be genetically and physically the best of the best. It just didn't feel, they should be able to take them out with just a look. (laughs) So, it just, it didn't really make sense that way. Um, not only that, but even the the AI, the enemies in the game, they weren't that fun to play against. How many Warden Eternals am I supposed to fight against? There's like two or three in this section, two or three in another section. Like, it just, something felt really off in the campaign. And not only that, when you look at the launch of the game, it didn't have Forge, which is a big deal in Halo. You have a lot of Forge creators, and that got delayed by, I think, two months, uh, base to base as well, uh, and, for the online. And yet there's a few things that they really need to learn from Halo 5 for. I know they added content further down the line, but at launch it was kind of, well, a little disappointing. And I really hope that they do learn from that. Um Guys, do you think that this is going to be a more, like, open world kind of a Halo? Or do you think it's going to be, like, something like a Halo 1 or a Halo 2 where you kind of, like, you do some exploring in little sections? You to
1: find yeah. your way. That's an interesting question. Some people actually talked about RPG elements pushed in there. Um... But open world would be nice, in my opinion. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know where they're going to go, to be honest.
3: I don't know. I see a lot of oversaturation with RPGs right now in games.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you I know. mean, it would just be having elements, and we don't know exactly. Well, 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 what yeah, that but means see, yet. Then, it,
3: then it goes against. How is that going back to Halo's roots? Well, it's not. It really isn't.
0: But I guess they're trying to broaden it in some sense um it's just really tr- trying to even figure out how they
2: would implement it though like what are you gonna do like upgrade his suit <laughs> like i don't i'm no trying to they, put-
1: they, they, they could do something like a crazy open world would be mm-hmm. pretty sick well you they know? could have specific
0: <laughs> campaign abilities or right, something yeah. like that that you can improve upon i don't know what that i mean whether it be like uh the motion tracker for example you can improve it in the campaign Mm -hmm. vehicles so on so forth it's hard to say like we don't really know that much because they haven't really said anything but there have been little hints about this and that and they might include some rpg elements a lot of people have Mm -hmm. been asking for that like an rpg kind of a halo so we'll see um it's just it's really interesting that bonnie ross makes these comments because it does sound like they want to bring back that old nostalgic halo but then just kick it up a notch right but i I don't
1: don't know how it's all gonna work out but um it's 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 really a big deal with them they 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 have to kind of you know get it right it's gonna be a launch is gonna be a launch uh is gonna be a, a, a an Yeah, it's gonna be a launch title, and um we'll see yeah. how
0: it all
2: goes. No, it's absolutely. hard to change any damn thing, man. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. If you jump, <laughs> if you run, <laughs> you can't make everybody. Farting. Happy. I'm like you add RPG elements to Halo. I mean, maybe to his team. I mean, I don't see how they're gonna implement it. I'm curious. Master Chief's already supposed to be the ultimate badass, right? So I can see maybe his his squad that's around him, maybe to that. Respect. They'll, you know, maybe do some stuff. And you take the role of each one of those individual characters, and what mm-hmm. they specialize in. But uh, other than that, um, I'm curious. So we just gotta just I more think A lot
0: of seeing. people want to see like the old kind of bungee style art form come back, like to the armor. Um, like when you would open a rec pack, for example, and you see all these different armor sets. I like. I want to be excited for the armor I'm going to put on my Spartan, and they all kind of look the same in Halo 5, so I really hope there's some unique armor, some more like classic Halo kind of armor, because everything just kind of looks same-ish and not only that i hope we get to actually earn stuff like armor and emblems in the game because you can only get that through wreck packs right now they're kind of him behind that and in a way wreck packs are kind of like a roll on the dice to see what you get so i i kind of hope they I, I know they make a lot of money for halo I know a lot of people buy them but i just i kind of hope they like tone it down a bit because i kind of miss the old oh if i can just do this during this armor or this emblem and so on but we'll see what happens there but i'm really excited to see halo infinite guys it's probably gonna be everybody is like (laughs) i love halo that's why i like talking about it but we'll see but moving on and this is a very interesting uh, topic here. Recently at the Dice Summit in Las Vegas, Uncharted co-creator Amy Hennig said that the first Uncharted wouldn't exist today in today's climate. Now, the idea of a short, single-player only game is what she's talking about where there's not much besides that, and it would be a hard sell today. And she went on to say that now you have a lot of hours of gameplay eight would never cut it usually there's some sort of online mode now and of course you see there's things pushing towards live service battle royale and games as a service and so on so guys do you agree with her that single player focused games aren't as viable today
1: well i mean i'll go first so uh, this has been a, a a question that that's been bent bented around all all uh all Jen and uh, you know I, Phil's taking a lot of brunts mm-hmm. but you know um because uh, he's he's reported on this basically um is it is the model broken I would say yeah um because you have to sell a crazy amount of, of games to um to you know recoup um has sony shown that you can do it yes they have but they also have um a player ba- uh you know a console base of over 90 million um for let's say xbox if they if they had tried to come out with a single player game and let's just say that they're not going to go you know uh lean on the bankroll that they obviously have but let's say they make a, a single player game like quantum break with the amount of people that are on the on the on the console base um, for them to make a single-player game is isn't really viable to because they won't make the money back now this has changed because of game pass um, you can now have you, you're kind of like subsidized with that you have kind of a, a way of of cu- cutting those Offsetting costs, but you know her point is is pretty much where the industry is to make a single player game and have no other way of making money off of that game, um, unless you're absurdly, uh, you know, successful with that game. Most nine out of ten times, you know, you 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 put you're pushing a loss. So um, yeah, I just I feel like the the industry right now is kind of broken. And uh, un- unfortunately, single-player games, because they cost the most money to make, are, are really uh, in a bad way. And that's why you see companies like EA and you see all these companies doing the multiplayer game because, frankly, it's cheaper. And there's, mm-hmm. you know, there's ways to make your money back. Uh, and it's sad because you know uh, the, only, the only person that's capable of really doing it is is Sony they do it on a great level they can they can, they can get away with it um, Nintendo can get away with it too because they have the brand recognition but like for Xbox and and, and other publishers it hasn't been that easy of a go because you know they just it, it they just don't have the, the you know you look at Sunset Overdrive you look at all the mm-hmm. games that they, they pushed out Rise um, they they took losses on all of them. So her comments are pretty much just reflecting of the industry as a whole. Uh, I think we've talked about this for three years now, four years. And like I said, Phil is taking a lot of brunt because he has said this, and he gets in trouble because it's like he's saying it and it's acting like he doesn't want single player. He does, but just the model or the just the whole entire the whole entire industry at this point for making single player game it, it's not viable in my opinion or it's at the point where you have to be extremely lucky to to actually put out a game and you know and have it be successful uh you know there are exceptions and Sony has shown that they can do it and so has Nintendo but you know for the rest of the rest of the publishing world it's, it's not really you know it's not really that you know rosy picture
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely and some games it's like they don't have to last as long as what they are like i feel like a lot of games now they're padded with a lot of secondary tertiary missions they can be finished a lot sooner that you know they don't necessarily have to be as long as what they are um when you look at a game Like I do agree with what she's saying, and of course you do have to have that monetization streaming now for today's times, but you look at a game like Hellblade, for example, that was a very heavy narrative, heavy story, and just a very focused and polished game, and that was fantastic, you know? or a game like Ori and the Blind Forest, like that was just pure art right there, and pure story, just absolutely beautiful, and I'm sure we can list a few other games off, uh, like the Xbox Junkie 75 here, uh, The Witcher, you know, pure story, pure story, heavy game, Um, sure, there are a lot of side missions in that game as well, but it's, it's also a very expansive game as well. But again, I look at Hellblade and what that does, and that's a very highly praised game this generation, just for a story alone. No DLC, no microtransactions, just one mode, the, the campaign. And it's just so memorable. Probably one of my most memorable moments this gen, along with, I mean, there's a few other titles there. Do you guys have any other games?
1: Well, those are pretty. Those are pretty mm-hmm. good uh, single player games that you you know. It, it shows that it can be done. It's just uh, you know on the level like of Witcher three. That's a mm-hmm. a, a great great uh, example. It's just I just think that the the uh, you know you don't have that much room for for anything to go wrong. You have to kind of it has to be perfect, and that's kind of unfair in my opinion to the publisher. Uh, I don't know how the costs have gotten so crazy. Um, and then you look, like you said, you said Hellblade, that was made by 20 people.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, something like
1: that. It's, it's, it's AAA quality, with, uh, and they did it, you know. And it's just, there's no rhyme or reason. But I do feel the industry for a while has been in a, in a lot of trouble. But I do think that um, going to next gen, uh, some of these problems will be fixed. Uh, for Xbox, uh, I think they fixed their own problem with game Pass because before game Pass, there was a time um, I can definitively, definitively tell you that they were not making single player games anymore. Like they mm-hmm. were just like we're not doing it we' not're not we're not, we're not leading the you know we're, we're not it's not like we were leading in consoles. we don't have the base. Just to make a single-player game is just not viable. Uh, that has changed because of Game Pass and you know things like that for the future might uh, help the industry. There might be you know Google's might be getting involved. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know it it, it, sh- it should be uh, it should be where we you can make games that if you have a, a vision of a single-player game that you can make that game. It shouldn't be such a such a hard You know hard thing to do and i think that's basically where her comments come from is that it's just you know it's not easy anymore
0: no of course not it's just a sign of the times i guess like you really can't make a game now um without some kind of online component i mean in in that interview she was talking about how okay they had in the first uncharted that single player and then they decided in uncharted 2 and 3 to do the multiplayer and to make sure that it wasn't tacked on. Sure, it didn't have the largest community, but it kept people drawn people to that it, game. Yeah,
3: a lot of people played it.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, I, I do realize that it had a community in itself. It wasn't the largest, but, you know, people did stick around and had that game popped in for a much longer period of time just to draw that attention to the game so that it wasn't just the the story even if the story is the best part of that game they still want that that draw to the game that keeps people playing and maybe buying the microtransactions and just making more off of uh, the game instead of just what you get with a story correct but yeah we'll see it's just interesting her comments and uh and really how narratives are gonna be going forward how the landscape's changing in gaming and how developers choose to monetize going forward but anyways we're gonna move on guys what have we been playing for the past week what have you guys been playing what have you been if you've had time to game what games have you been on
3: I've been playing a little bit of uh, Anthem. I haven't, I haven't been able to play too much. But uh, yeah, I, I just just kind of just got into Anthem, you know, a little bit, 10, 15 minutes. I, um, I definitely want to get into it a lot more, especially co-op. But, I, you know, I really don't have a lot of people to play with when I'm on. So, but yeah, I, I'd like to get further into Anthem. Um, uh, I, I started off at Metro and got kind of stuck in one spot where there's, I went to a camp where there's just a bunch of uh, jerk-offs around that keep shooting me so yeah <laughs> I, I'm stuck in a bad spot but yeah I mean I'm having fun from, from what I'm playing you <laughs> know that, that, that's about it I haven't really had too much time to game but yeah Metro and, and Anthem is what I'm playing all
0: right all right yeah i've actually uh before the podcast started i was playing some metro too um i'd finished up crackdown a few days ago and mm-hmm. you know what i i really did enjoy crackdown a lot more than what i thought i was going to because you know there are all these naysayers out there and i was just curious i've been waiting for this game for so long and i basically did everything that you could in the game and uh, i put a you know, a decent amount of time into it. It was really fun. Uh, The end game, uh, I didn't really care for the last boss. I won't spoil it out there for anyone, but to me, it was kind of underwhelming, but there is a tease in there. That's for sure. Um, Metro though. Wow. The game is beautiful. Um, I'm really engrossed in that game going forward. And my only downside to the game is the low times. They take forever, but, a very enjoyable game, nonetheless. It is my addiction right now, and I can't wait to start playing that again.
1: Yeah, I finished Crackdown 3 too. I finished it uh, actually with South where we were in um, the same chat, but um, I finished mm-hmm. Crackdown 3. I kind of felt the same way as you did. Um, I liked it more than than I felt. I think the game kind of, I liked it more as it went on. Uh, I do feel that it was, it was a flawed game. It had its issues. Uh, I gave it a six, um, partially because the multiplayer was unplayable. I'm not playing it without friends. I think that's unacceptable. Um, You know, but the, the single player, as it went on, uh as it went on, I, I really did start to enjoy it. I did have a problem with the bosses, I did have a problem with the story, I did have a problem with the way they started the game. Uh and the, the, they probably pretty much started the game off at the worst spot that you could graphically. Um certain things that you know came off cheapish, some of the animations, some of some of the stuff mm-hmm. it just felt to me was like a, a $39.99 game uh, and uh, you know I mean I, I I was honest to Xbox people and you know I think that they you know they weren't they weren't you know thinking that this game was gonna set the world on fire they realized that they had every game that uh, was fun but was flawed And uh, uh, they're looking not to uh, have that type of quality output of a AAA. You know, uh, I think more they're looking to have games be like Years 5, which is going to be pretty impressive, I think. Uh, Ori on on a level, it's not AAA, but Ori is going to obviously do its thing. So I I think this is the last of the... uh, you know the last of the clunkers for for uh, Xbox First Party, and it was a development uh, that was you know uh, development mm-hmm. hell. But that's basically all I've been playing. I kind of I kind of uh, done everything in the game too. I just need to you know get. I'm almost all sixes. I kind of want to get to be all sixes to see what it, it feels like. But mm-hmm. with the game, I have to say, if you do play it, give it. Give it a good hour or two because once you start to level up, the game definitely opens up a lot more. Um, when mm-hmm. your power, your abilities uh, become you know more powerful. You can jump higher. You can do certain things uh, as uh, as your level progresses. Every time you hit a new, like if you hit three or four, you get a new ability, and um, it, it 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 changes the way the game is. I, I kind of think that they should have. Maybe started you off super powered in a different way. I think if they change, if they kind of, you know, um, the story was non existent, but if they kind of left, started the game off in a different way with maybe you a little bit more powered up, uh, I think people might have thought it differently because I can, I gotta say, the first 20 minutes I could see people playing the game be like, "Eh, you know, this is garbage, Mm -hmm. you know, and not going back to it so. Uh, overall, uh, you know, uh I finished that and haven't played much else. I, I want I got Metro uh Anthem. Uh, I'm gonna wait. And uh I kind of w- wanted to get Dead or Alive. Uh but uh I'm I'm in the I'm in the uh
2: anybody play the uh <clears throat> the demo for um division?
3: The, uh, no, I installed, I installed it, but I never uh Okay, I gotta start that
1: today.
2: <clears throat>
3: Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to cut you off, Tim. I'm
1: sorry. No, 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 no. It's I just been
2: playing myself. I have just been playing Crackdown, blowing things up mm-hmm. and yeah. collecting orbs, and I enjoy it. And I have it's mm-hmm. much, it's just yeah. easy way. fun. That's mm-hmm. that's what I've been
0: playing. mindless. No, it's a fun game, especially when you get some of those weapons like uh, that. What's it called? The one with the black hole? Oh man, that's a lot of fun to use. Or the grenades? Oh man, like I was just having fun, like sucking up civilians and blowing stuff up <laughs> like it was great. And of course, the orb collections are cool. I, 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 I like find shooting that at my,
3: my co-op partner and let them get all hurt. <laughs> that's that's fun. <fine. laughs> what the hell did you find that gun? That uh with the the black
2: uh, it's it's not called oh, the black old gun No,
0: it's I forget the name of it off the top of my head. Um I think it's mission related mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um I have to look that up but no it's a really fun game um i'm just i was surprised that i didn't really have any glitch issues in the game i could feel that it was polished in a lot of ways and i'm glad they took their time that way um yeah overall i had a fun time with the game i would play it more but there's just nothing to do <laughs> um i just found it interesting that they gave you like there's all this water around Uh, like the island of New Providence or whatever, and you have all these rivers, but they didn't give you like a boat or something, like an agency boat to use. Like, I don't Mm. know, I just found that kind of funny where there's no other boats to use. Um, That would have been interesting for traversal, just different things. And also, uh, I remember from Crackdown 2, there was a wingsuit that was a lot of fun. That was like one of the sticking points from Crackdown Two that everybody really liked, and there was uh, no wingsuit in this game, which is. I cool. didn't.
2: I didn't play Crackdown Two. Maybe I should <clears throat> give that a shot, but I don't remember.
0: Uh well, don't waste your time. You can no, <laughs> you can go without it. But if you want to look up a video of the wingsuit, it was, it was definitely fun. Yeah, that was one of the better things from the game. <laughs> That's cool. Oh Okay, uh, yeah, the Xbox junkie says is at the top of the science building mission so uh, that uh, black hole gun So definitely check that out uh, Megatron. I'll look for it But uh, yeah, no, there's been Honestly guys March is full of games uh, as we were saying before there's dead or alive six uh, I just don't get the season pass uh, Devil May Cry 5 which I am very tempted to get the division two Sekiro shows Us twice and there's so many other games like this is a crazy time February and March like we're just enveloped by games right now but with all that said it is now the end of this episode of TXR and hey everybody thanks for listening in and participating in the chat we hope that you enjoyed our gaming banter <laughs> and please like and subscribe I was just <laughs> going to say that. To <laughs> so hit the like button and share that out as my buddy South said. And hey, also, don't forget to check out our website at the TXRpodcast.com to keep up to date on everything related to this show, whether it be guests, show topics, and so on. is where to find us. Tim, where can everybody find you at?
1: Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter, Beastfire, Tim Dog. It's the same as... Uh... My gamer tag, so you can hit me up there as well. I guess next week, uh, South, I guess we'll talk about the uh, E900s next week, I yes, guess sir.
3: Yes, yeah, so we have everybody available, loving yeah. it so far.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we'll, well, we're gonna do a a, a review of um some, and a giveaway uh, and a giveaway. Uh, we will talk about that uh, next week to start of the show. Um, but that's it. Uh, you can find me there, I'll be here next week.
0: All right. All right. Very good. Uh, Megatron, where can everybody find you at, bud? And as always,
2: uh, Twitter, uh, Megatron underscore one nine seven five. And on Xbox
0: Live, um, Megatron one. Hit me up. Let's play some games. <clears throat> Definitely always a fun time playing with the Megatron. And Mr. Northbound.
3: Oh, no. Southbound. Southbound. <laughs> right?
0: Where can everybody find you?
3: Anybody can hit me up on Twitter. You know, it's at Southbound 110. You can holler at your boy Southie, you know, don't don't be shy. I, I'm I don't bite, you know, I'll, I'll say hello to you But uh, yeah, you can hit me up there anytime Like it'd be nice to talk to everybody and uh, appreciate everybody coming and checking us out. It means a lot Absolutely nice. And of course,
0: I'm invader gaming you can find me on my channel invader gaming on YouTube and hey, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, I'm at invader underscore 1986. And with all that said, we hope that you tune in next week for the next episode. Take
3: it easy, guys. See ya. Deuces. Later.